0: Hello, everybody. This is the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys, both of us right here. I'm a In I'm a person. Value. Uh, I'm Vern Value. And I'm Val Hughes. Get it? Get it.
1: Uh, we actually uh, had someone write in say they didn't get it, and I wrote it back. Are you serious? Honestly. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Uh, I
0: appreciate We're 20-plus uh, year Wall Street veterans, uh, working Wall Street analysts, portfolio managers, whatever you uh We're Wall Street analysts, but we do not want to give the exact address. uh, Who have taken on secret identities, disguised our voices and our appearances. Yes, we have. See, you'd never recognize me. Look carefully. No, I
1: don't recognize you.
0: So that we can bring you our unvarnished, our favorite term, uh, views on uh, this week's Value Line stocks. uh, As we do every week. This week we're looking at the uh, January, well... But first, we want to make what? sure that everybody knows that oh. we're doing this for entertainment, entertainment. purposes only. That's
1: right. Uh, Even I, if it's I, not I, that entertaining, I, we think it is. So. <laughs> we're
0: entertaining ourselves, yes, we so are. it's for our entertainment purposes. And right. if you want to listen in, that's great. But uh, uh, that's as far as our liability goes in this situation. Val, I just want to – or you're – I'm Val.
1: Vern, I just want to say I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little sleepy tonight.
0: Oh, you are? Yeah. So I don't know Why if I, is and
1: I'm not fully prepared for the show. You're not? I just not? want to say in <laughs> advance, well, we've had a couple of drinks, let's admit it. And so uh, I I've spent very little time on uh, these stocks today. But uh, we just have to go on anyway, don't you to, think?
0: To learn more about The Value Guys, please visit our website at www.thevalueguys.com. Very original. Um, as I said, we're going to look at uh, the uh, January 19 investments. Uh, what do we have there? Thrifts. Yeah, I ignored that completely. Which appear to be in the state of New York only. Listen to these names: Astoria, Downey, Hudson City, uh, really. I'm are REITs, going to talk about one Insurance, of them. precious metals, metals and mining, basic chemicals. It's only ten of them now. Talk about industry consolidation. I know. The analysts drug can't industry can't get jobs anymore. The drug chemical industry. Analysts. There's like thirty of them. And the human resources industry, which I'm going to spend a little time with later, I'm going to bet based on the way this piece of paper is marked up that you're going to talk about some drugs. Well, problems, I am going to right? talk about drugs because uh, is, it, is it my turn to go? Yeah, go. Okay. Yeah. Well, this, you're is, on. this
1: is values, and uh, you know, one of my favorite things to talk about is, is actually only here. is things I can predict. I'm going to sit over here and, and snack. snack a okay. little. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, when you're going to predict things, try to make sure there are things you actually can predict. So one of my favorite things is demographics because it's it's pretty predictable. predictable. It's one of the few things actually in economics that is predictable. And so healthcare, it's so simple. You know, yeah. aging of the population. You don't it's need to know a lot. Search. So you know, you have unit growth at your back, and then you have questions about margin expansion, margin you know erosion, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, proprietary product. You know what's going on in healthcare right now? These stocks have been underperforming. The big story in healthcare, of course, is, uh, you know, pressure to keep prices in check and uh, using HMOs and such to do that. That's largely run its course. And now the pressure is on the pharma industry to reduce prices and keep prices in check, et cetera. But, you know, the the, the big story is uh, that the R&D industry or the pharma industry is not inventing things at the pace they used to. Lots of products are coming off patent. And so the biggest products at the biggest firms are coming off patent, that's hurting margins as uh, it opens up competition to generic uh, manufacturers, et cetera. That's happening to Merck, Pfizer. We've talked about that before. Uh, they have both losing and in danger of a continuing to lose key franchises, particularly at Pfizer, for example, Lipitor. But those kinds of things have weighed on the whole group. Uh, and in addition to that, you've had some changes in distribution where, uh, you know, fee-for-service as a pricing mechanism is replacing uh, inventory profits and such that used to sort of hide revenues and, s- and profits in the past a little bit, or certainly obfuscate them. So everything's coming clear, and uh, you know, it wasn't all good news. Isn't that good? The, well, it's good in the long term, but you know, uh, growth rates and stuff came yeah, down but last year. we own year, the stocks now. So anyway, uh, that's kind of an overview. But we do have demographics working, and that means more people needing more services, and in drugs particularly. People. Uh, The pharma budget is among the lowest in health care when you look at hospitals or doctors or uh, various, you know, treatments. uh, The the drug portion of the nation's health care bill is actually the most productive in terms of money spent to get people back to work, earning money or getting off insurance and things like that. So um, you have a lot of potential in this area, and so I'm kind of drawn to it, I have to admit, Vern. That uh, I want to look at some of these. So let me drawn. just dig right in. Ooh, uh, page 1248, BioVale, Ticker, ticker, B V F, rated four by Value Line.
0: That's like an NPR radio term.
1: W- I'm what's drawn that? Drawn to it. Well, I am drawn to it. I'm drawn to it like a fly <laughs> to a light. Okay? To what? Oh, what I'm light, looking okay. at is in 06 they had three dollars and thirty cents of cash flow per share. Stock at 20. That's seven times. Uh, predicted for 07, two fifty a share in cash flow. Stock at you know, twenty—that's nine times. So, what do these guys do? Biovail. Do do? Well, let me let me just read what line says. Me dial back to the last they uh, develop drugs them. using controlled-release formulations that offer more consistent delivery of medications, et cetera, than uh, the the original patent holder. They have a couple of brands. The most famous of which is uh, Wellbutrin XL. And uh, they're out there, you know, growing at a pretty decent rate. Uh, You've
0: talked about this stock before. I have. The stock
1: is, you know, sort of underperformed. It's underperformed. Now it's starting to outperform a little bit. But but what I'm drawn to here is they've got 54% operating margins. It's got a 7% yield. It looks, you know, pretty well covered. Uh, They've got some, you know, products.
0: 7%?
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a decent yield. Uh, the big risk here is Yikes. this product, Wellbutin, Wellbutrin, where there are some competitors coming in, uh, but uh, you know they own the brand. So even when there's generics, I think p- doctors and you know patients are going to be drawn to this particular brand name. It's not all they do; uh, they have a few other you know, products as well. But I think Wellbutrin makes up about uh, well, it says here 43% of revenue. So it's a, a lot of dependence on one product, so I, you know, wouldn't bet the farm. But 7% uh, yield, a decent balance sheet, cash flow protection. I'm, I'd am i wade in and buy a little of this BioVale BVF. Um, I'm drawn to demographics in part because of the predictability. I'm drawn to healthcare care for, for the same reason, but in terms of which products are going to win, I don't always know that. No one does. So I, I like the generics because I think they're just going to get a piece of you know, on average, uh, an increasing share of the drug spend, wouldn't, don't you think? Absolutely. Burn? Are you doing, Are you just doing your work now? Okay. Let me move along here. I was paying uh, attention. Sort uh, generics. The, really? There's a couple stocks here this week, King, Mylan, Watson. You know, I kind of debated which one to really talk about. They all, uh, you know, are involved in generics, and as some of these branded names come off patent, you don't really want to be caught up in all of that. Um, King, you know, they have a little bit of an issue. Eighty-seven percent of their product is brand, of revenue is branded, so it has a risk of coming off uh, patent. It trades at ten times earnings, and maybe that's fair. Uh, for a generic company, traditionally, right now, a lot of their revenue is branded, which ultimately will come off patent. Some of that I think they've bought quite a bit of it. Uh, but uh, for that reason, I don't think it's really a generic anymore. Uh, then I'm looking at Mylan Labs. Mylan Labs trades at a 14 percent discount to the S&P 500. It's on page 1267, 13 times cash flow, uh, mid-teens returns on capital. That's very strong for this, for certainly for a generic company where margins are always an issue. Uh, Generics here are 78% of sales, so there's not a lot of risk in the margin profile, of their product line, when so much of it is already generic, and yet they're still earning mid-teens returns on capital. Um, They just made an acquisition.
0: Mid-teens?
1: No, it's it's very strong. Wow. Uh, 25% operating margins. They've just done an acquisition that looks like over a couple of years it's going to be accretive due to cost reduction. So you know they got a lot of products. They got 134 prescription products in 39 therapeutic areas, according to uh, Value Line.
0: Yeah, but the, I, I mean, if I read the description of a bunch of these companies, and yeah. they all sort of sound uh, the same. Well, I'm probably not describing them well because I'm so sleepy. <laughs> but, uh,
1: they do. They have different franchises uh, and such. Myelin is very well claws. diversified. Yeah, that's all entertainment. Okay, whatever. Well that's They're very well diversified. You don't have a lot of risk with Myelin in terms of a particular product area. Value line says they're going to grow earnings 9%. That's probably low, given uh, the demographics here of the uh, you know, aging yeah, population. Yeah, that's sort of like you're standing still, right? <clears throat> I think so, for these kinds of guys. Uh, all the comparisons coming up are positive. Coverage of the interest expense is pretty good. You know, I'm not a genius on these things, but uh, that's why you sort of buy a basket of them. Mylan Labs, M-Y-L. Uh, same vein, Watson Pharmaceutical, WPI. This trades at a bit of a higher P.E., but a much a lower cash flow multiple. They traded 6.5 times cash flow and uh, 20% wow. operating margin. There's a little more depreciation wow. here. What's their <clears> return <throat> on capital like? Uh, well, not as good. This is We were talking about this earlier. These guys appear to just have overstated assets. Their return on capital is low. They're trading at book value for a pharma company. That's pretty oh, damn that good. Way. Okay. Uh, they, you know, let's see value line doesn't say what percent is uh, generic here versus uh, branded, but they sell 125 generic drugs, 20 branded. Branded sell for twice the value, so, you know, who knows? Maybe it's 50-50 here, but they have a big piece of generic and branded. Is this the
0: one you told me it owns Dristan? Uh, they've got some uh,
1: pretty decent brand names here, but uh, no, that's not the one. Uh, that's, Rats. uh, yeah. But that, I'd like it that, if they owned it. Well, this I'm account. coming up with that one. So, okay. listen, I'm not getting into a lot of detail here because I think, <laughs> you know, you need to be a PhD in bioscience to actually know what's going on. That's why I like to have wind at my back, demographics, healthcare, and these generic guys. The whole industry is moving generic. The big rub in the pharma industry is nobody's inventing anything anymore. And as that happens, more and more stuff goes generic. So the firms that are well positioned to market and serve a generic uh, you know, channel I think are positioned to do well. Watson's among the best WPI and the other is Mylan Labs uh, MYL. Okay. Now I have two quick ones in the branded space. The first one, the one we were just talking about, yep. Wyeth, uh, W-Y-E uh, and this thing, let's see, Wyeth, what do they do? Leading manufacturer of prescription, over-the-counter and proprietary drugs, infant formulas, cold remedies. They've got some brands Uh, Advil, Dimetap, Dristan, Norplant, Robitussin. uh, Wow. You know, A.H. Robbins.
0: I've heard of more than Um, one of
1: those. And they they earn pretty decent returns on capital, 18% this year and projected for next year, always in the, you know, upper teens, 20s, even 40% one year. Does it grow? Uh, The value line predicts that they're going to grow earnings at about 9%. That must just be their sort of generic (laughs) guess for these things. Top line? Uh, you don't know
0: exactly how things what are going to What they say top Top line, line is at.
1: eight and a half. That's a little bit of margin well, eight and expansion. Eight and a half, well, they
0: ought to get some leverage more than just... Nine is a rounding error. Yeah, no, absolutely. They. No one knows what they're actually going to grow at. But the point well, is, yeah, you, you know, also have... You shouldn't ha- be banishful about... I mean, obviously, the numbers that you're looking at are conservative. Well, they could be. I mean, well, these guys could call lose sure I'm calling it as Let I see it, Vern. Know.
1: You're the expert. I'm not the expert. I know nothing yeah, about this, Vern. What are you talking about? <laughs> Vern's had a few drinks tonight, I'm sorry. I anyway, had a few. You've had several not drinks. Let's I, just I, be honest with the either. listeners. Okay. Anyway, and I've had some as well. But the point here is that Wyeth uh, has a bunch of brands. They're positioned in generics. They trade at a 14% discount to the S&P. Who knows what the growth rate really is? If that's your point, Byrne. I mean, it, could it be nine? Could it be thirteen? Who knows? A little to, bit of pricing here, and they're going to well, have it, a higher Well, it's erosion.
0: got a discounted multiple for some reason. I was trying to guess at what it might be. I think in part could it, it be growth? It could be the fear and that uh, some of their
1: branded products also come off patent. There's a, you know, there's an ongoing theme of patent sort of erosion. In it's the, the market. Remember, it's usually
0: pretty it. efficient.
1: Well. Uh, it should be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, Pfizer. I've talked about it. PFE, and uh, I so actually is went everybody. out of order here. But Pfizer, you know, in a world where things coming off patent harm you, they're getting harmed. Their biggest drugs, Lipitor, Ooh. coming off uh, patent, and that's about a third of their revenues, $12 billion. Uh, between Pfizer and Merck, you know, we look at them as kind of a basket. Merck. Uh, sort of got through these waters in a little better shape than Pfizer did. Um, Pfizer's had some disappointments, although I read in the paper today. We have, that, though. I checked that Merck is.
0: Um, we sort recommended of, both as a basket.
1: They're both, um, you know, they're both trying to reintroduce this Cox 2 area, uh, where, uh, if you recall, a year or two ago, the FDA was a little concerned that there were some increased deaths from Cox 2, but. Uh, But the need is great. The need is great. They reformulated them, and they're coming back, so there's some hope. Let's be hopeful. Let's be optimists. Between Pfizer and Wyeth, I guess what I want to say here tonight, Vern, something pretty historic. I've been promoting a Pfizer-Merck thing. Merck's worked. Pfizer not, but the combination has worked. I would right now want to throw my support in this whole branded drug area to Wyeth. So that's the Whoa. news tonight. I know coming up
0: on I the know. outside. It's Wyeth. F- w. Out of the last y- e, turn, page 1287. Who is that emerging from a cloud of dust?
1: And uh, what else did I have? I had two quick drive-bys. I see. I haven't really spent enough time talking about anything tonight.
0: Here's one just for the fun. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't spent enough Hudson time? Hudson City Bancorp. You can see
1: that? It's sixteen. I'm at the sixteen minute mark. <laughs> Hudson City <laughs> oh, oh, Bancorp. H C B K. Page 1165. It's, now, Let me guess. It's in New York. Hey, I've got some value, I've got some value <laughs> added here. Is it, I, it in New York? I don't New want to York? tell you where it is. Come just on. Have to look, it's, it's in New York, New it? <laughs> It's actually in New Jersey. Paramus, New
0: Jersey. But here's what
1: I hear about Paramus. this one. I, is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, that's how you say I, it. I don't know that. If you live
0: there. I don't. I don't If you, don't live, if you live in, well, we're not going to get into where, oh, my goodness, nearly. Vern,
1: I have some important information slipped. to pass out Oops. to the people. <laughs> And people. I think they want to hear about Go Hudson ahead. City Bancorp right not now, not, t- not about whatever it is you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> I'm not talking about anything. I see that, <laughs> I'm seeing that. Anyway, so we're, I'm going to turn you turn your mic off if you don't behave yourself. Now, come on. The people need to know Hudson City Bancorp. I don't know much about it. It looks expensive. But these banks are going out at two times book. I don't know anything about banks. We've talked about banks. You had a good bank that was gaining share, some Hispanic bank in Puerto Rico. But um, these guys, I hear they're a buyout. That's what I hear. Hudson City, Bancorp, 1165. I don't know anything else. And finally, a drive-by on DuPont, ticker DD, Value line rates at one. I rarely agree with them. You're more of an industrial analyst than I am, Vern. But this thing to me looks cheap. It's a 14% discount. All their feedstock val prices are going down. Uh, you know they invent stuff that Return helps productivity. Capital. Return on capital is in the you know 18% range. They okay. have very little debt. Their margins are 20. You know 18, 19, 20%. Something proprietary. These people invent seeds Where's that can withstand right droughts now? and the locusts. Stock right now? Uh, it's uh, in what sense? At what the, is the stock price? The stock price, Vern, is forty-eight dollars and thirty-eight cents a share. What's the high in the last share? five years? I don't uh, see, Let's see, forty-nine dollars. Forty-nine? Okay, yeah. I'd entertain yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, sales per share here are thirty-two dollars at the okay. last at the last peak, which is back in '99. Sales per share were twenty-six dollars. Well, now they're been dollars and you know. margins are the same. Operating margins are actually a bit higher than they were then, stock down. It's really never traded for any significant time at this valuation at 86% of the S&P. If you look back even on their relative PE metrics here, oftentimes it trades at a premium. And those are uh, in periods where, you know, earnings aren't particularly depressed. So I'm not a chemical analyst per se, but this is a brand-name industrial inventing things, earning returns on capital and equity and margins that suggest there's something very proprietary going on. Uh, They're selling on a cash flow basis right at 10 times, which is why I get interested. looks like a very high-quality name to own at 10 times. Market thinks it's peak earnings, and I just think it's, uh, you know, it's going to be a little cyclical. But if you look at the relative valuation chart, um, you know, it's trying to make a bottom right now. So, anyway, that's all I have. This has been uh, Val Hughes. Favorite stock tonight. Well, I'll get that to that at the end. Yeah, you know? you're going to come back. You know, you're not going back. Back. I'm I'm anywhere. I'm not you're going, going, going anywhere. anywhere. Have a snack. I'm Let's right do here. a beverage break. Where's I, your beverage? I don't. I didn't get a beverage tonight. You didn't get a beverage. No. No, I didn't. I didn't. Here, so, clink. It's a little lonely. Oh, man. Kind of a lonely break I'm drinking tonight. drinking by myself. Well, We've been doing that all night. I have not. I'm just trying to be the straight man. I'm trying to be uh I'm going to talk, talk about I'm um,
0: going to talk about whatever they call manpower. Hey, give me those back. I'm having a Hey, f- yeah, hey, hey, hey. yeah, Get out of here. Well,
1: what snack are you
0: offering me <laughs> then? I'm not offering you any snack.
1: You said have a snack. But oh, I, I thought
0: you you, you did No, acquire I don't snack? have a snack. No. Oh, you're snackless. It's a tough break. Okay. This
1: would be a good time to here, go. check another show. We're starting to hit a slow <laughs> spot here.
0: I I'm very interested in this uh, sector that Value Line calls human resources industry. Uh-huh. Because this is a uh, this is a great business model, right? I mean really you well you need some very fancy offices. It gives everybody a lot of confidence that you have a great deal of expertise at what you do. Yeah. And a lot of great uh, systems you're talking about your office now though and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I, other than that you're just trying to match people with need right that's very yeah I mean uh, the no returns asset, on capital no here investment you don't need well a look lot at of...
1: returns they're they're low that's the problem with that industry or margins they're very person people intensive more revenues, well, you need people more people
0: they are people intensive and you're right returns I looked on through capital
1: there. I didn't yeah, I mean, I don't know.
0: What do you? What don't you know? I, I don't know don't how enthusiastic think, I am
1: about those. I looked at them. I
0: I couldn't oh, get into. No. But go ahead. I mean,
1: we I'm are always, at peak employment. There is I'm a need always, for people to find employees. I'm
0: always drawn to it because it's a great little cyclical subsector. Yeah. That responds directly to what's happening with the economy.
1: This is the time of greatest value. I would agree to that industry. Oh yeah. This is low uh, unemployment. I mean, so this
0: is, uh, this is this is. As you point out, returns aren't all that great. This is really trading territory more than investing territory. Okay. okay? I can buy that. Um, So I'm going to start with Value Line's uh, top pick because, I mean, momentum is going to play a role in a cyclical space like this. So they like AMN Healthcare, AHS is the symbol, and I can see why. Temporary and Permanent Healthcare Staffing Services to Hospital and Healthcare Facility Clients. They recruit physicians, nurses, and other healthcare professionals, such as therapists and medical tech. So well, the other issue is I have the, with this is, these, is I have the demographic say, story, exactly. Yeah, but,
1: Vern, I have to ask yeah. what value added do they have? These people intensive consulting type businesses anyone who's really good at AMN healthcare will just negotiate a deal to go to their competitor, take the client base. It's
0: so, the stock recently at 27. Compared with a, a value? $28 all-time high. Is it, uh, a value? it has more than doubled off of lows from 2005. I'm eating already. Um 20 times free cash flow. It looks like revenue growth is slowing. I think it looks like a pretty good short or a source oh, of a funds short. if you, uh, if you oh. own it. Uh, because I, people confuse this sector with creating something that has real value. Simply because they the other way They there, have right. fancy offices. They've got you know things that sort of exude competence, and they're adding some you know they're really Just like value investment value bankers. Uh, in effect, yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. right.
1: Except relationships probably matter somewhat less. So this stock's been on
0: a tear. Um, and uh, I, I, twenty times free cash flow, right? Okay, good. I mean, I didn't know where you were going. I was, I was. So then I looked What's at their next there? number one, and, they, and this one's Kelly, the only two ones they have in the group. Kelly Services, K-E-L-Y-A is the symbol. What is this, foreign? It says okay. here A-B shares uh, are is in right? Michigan or something. Troy, well, Michigan. then it is foreign, then. I, uh, Value line went to a one on AMN in November of last year, but Kelly, they went up to a one in June. This one's hmm. only eleven times free cash flow, but the twenty-nine dollars stock price right now pretty much equals the annual high for the stock for the last seven years. Uh, the yield's hmm. one point seven percent. Nothing really exceptional. Operating margins went from they used to be sustained in a four percent range, dropped below two, have recovered to two and a half. That doesn't sound in that a great. Economy. Car. The stock. Look at the relative performance here. This is nothing but straight down. Well, again, Folks, I ask,
1: uh, what's proprietary about what these people do?
0: <laughs> you can't buy this stock. This is—it's uh, uh, yeah—it's within two or three dollars of uh, the best price it's had in the last seven or eight mm-hmm. years. The do you really need an off.
1: agency when people? Can't okay, so that's value. likes those workers.
0: If I was going to try to pick one of these and hit something lucky on a trading basis, can I have a chip? Yeah, sure. Thanks but don't eat them all or I'm going to be angry with you. would be manpower. MAN is the symbol. Second largest non-government employment services org in the world. And what caught my eye was Value Line says they do over 85% of the business outside the U.S. And the U.S. dollar has been going down, and it's not in everybody's numbers yet. And so you're going to get some incremental positive surprises here. Uh, the latest consumer confidence numbers out of Germany are fantastic. Uh, the European economy is right now at on run rate basis generating more growth than it has, well in well over five years. I'm not sure what the exact number would be, but it's been a long time since things were rocking in Western Europe. Uh, this is the best play on that cyclical name trades at a market multiple right now has a, a nominal dividend. Um, France, 34%. Balance of Europe, et cetera,
1: 35%. 34% in France?
0: Yeah, 34%. Well, you
1: never need a new employee in France because you can never get rid of the old employee in France. In France,
0: France. they are loosening labor
1: Uh
0: um, uh, laws, standards, whatever the right term would be. They are, absolutely. Uh, Anyway, manpower, if you're going to play this group, MAN, okay? There's nothing else there that... And if particularly if you could pair it with a short on AMN, I think you really got that something. sounds like a good play. Okay, actually. so anyway, what what that's our uh, that's our trading idea this week. Okay, now in terms of Fun. investing, I'm uh, I, I got to tell you I, I like the aluminum stocks. Uh, there's um, it, there's certainly an opportunity to process some of the metal at. Lower average prices in developing parts of the world. A lot of the need will be there. Uh, these companies will have a lot of capital that they can deploy there and remain competitive, but uh, aluminum ultimately is going to be a market where you need to be close to where the customer is, and they're already in all over the developed world, so they're not at a permanent disadvantage here. Alcoa AA, value line just raised their rating to two, the stock at 28 and a half. Uh, 7 out of the 8 uh, 7 out of the last 8 years the high for the stock has been $37 or higher excuse right me. now at 10 pe
1: excuse me Vern. better than a 40 can i ask a question at market. this point yeah, in ahead. the show Why? In your presentation well first of all is aluminum gaining share of metal used in the world or <laughs> losing share excuse me. a b is capacity going up at a faster rate than demand and finally What's happening to value per ton? And I like—I mean, value in terms of price.
0: Well, it, this is a good time to remind our listeners that we don't that actually know what we're talking about. That's true. Of the show is that we don't actually know what we're talking about sometimes. Well, let's make some wild guesses then, because it's for entertainment purposes. Capacity's going up. Okay. Is aluminum gaining share from other metals? Yes. Yeah. That's ab- why capacity's going up. Okay. Okay. What about composites? What about composites? Are composites gaining share from aluminum faster than aluminum is gaining share? Yes, composites are gaining share faster than aluminum is gaining share.
1: Okay, but aluminum is gaining share on what? You ask Steel them on and things. Yeah, like that. right. Okay. okay. Well, that's good. Just, just asking a couple of questions. So Please go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and very, very good Thank questions you. and very pertinent yeah, questions. Yeah, because and I don't know much maybe about Maybe I should this. have been addressing them, I guess, is the point I don't know. you're making. Not really. No, I just uh, was
1: curious. I used to, uh, we used to own Alcoa at a firm I was at a number of years ago. Yeah. And it, But uh, I could never get around the idea that you were kind of, in effect, buying just the commodity, just the metal Well, in this itself. Per-
0: uh, no, I understand that. And, and they've diversified some away from that. And they seem to have eliminated most of the... Uh, Uh, cyclical, um, well, I don't want to say they've eliminated downside risk to their performance, but the company doesn't lose money. Yeah, that's true. And and revenue basically goes up over time. Those are both good And these are good trends because of the basic premise, which is that lighter materials are gaining share at the expense of heavier materials as you learn to alloy them better with other other kinds of uh, metals and minerals to improve their strength and value, you know, strength versus weight ratio, all that kind of stuff. So in Alcoa's case, they've announced some uh, incremental cost reduction plans, uh, value lines forecasting revenue down. I'm thinking this is a good time to be able to accumulate shares in really the pre- excuse me, premier name in the space at an, a price that is at this point 25% below sort of the high number that it hits almost every year for the last decade. And um, why not pair it with Alcan? Al uh, Alcoa is 25 billion market cap. Alcan 17. Alcan's a little cheaper on a PE basis. Has a little lower yield. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're not as attractive to me because um, the stock's much closer to where it's had a, typically uh, topped out over the last decade or so. On the alternatively, Alcan has uh, done a little better job in uh, pursuing. Uh, higher growth end markets, and they're a little uh, they are a little less of a pure play, if you will. They've got some significant uh, non-aluminum operations. Anyway, I'd own both. They're uh, good, steady-eddy kind of things to own, and in both cases, they're off highs. Alcoa, if you just want to buy one, is the better of the well, two. Well,
1: if a backdrop to the whole market, you know, let's say a year ago, was that China was going to buy up everything and, um, you know, prices on raw materials were going to continue to move higher, uh, th- this certainly would be in that camp. They're an industrializing, wealthy, uh, emerging, potentially wealthy nation, uh, at least in absolute numbers, if not per capita numbers. And so, uh, you know, this is a uh, material that is not infinite in supply. And wouldn't well, you expect there could well, be there some price be, pressure they, over time if here, if I, here that would If I understand raise the situation
0: correctly, the, there's significant uh, reserves of the base metal. bauxite in, is in, that what it is? In Russia alumina. Alumina, in ah, mixed in, with bauxite. Well, bauxite's a necessary element. I I don't remember exactly how it works, but it's a
1: lot of years since uh, I even said bauxite. The Russians
0: so. are going to add a lot of capacity in this industry, hmm. and uh, there's what what's been priced into the stocks is slower global economic growth, and some incremental supply side risk, if you will. Hmm. Uh, and and my argument is that. Uh, that presents an opportunity to buy at a reasonable price. For discounts, uh, you're discounting things that are going to affect value ten years out. But with some time within the next year or two, the market will get over the fact that uh, there's this risk out there because it's not having anything to do with what their financial results look like.
1: Well said. Thank Thank you. Couldn't agree more.
0: Remember, I buy, agree with you. I'd buy, buy those. Buy as well. fear, like we talk yep, all the time. Absolutely. People so are worried about something that's going to happen five or ten years from now. All right, great. So, because some point in the future they'll be less scared. That's well because said. Because numbers are going up. Well, okay. I'm, I'll say it again if I can get another compliment out of it. So,
1: are we? Uh, do we have any more? No, I'm done. Okay, that's it. Okay. Well, no, great. I was another like exciting week of human the human resources guys. industry.
0: Yeah, I and know where uh, you talk a little, little bit about the aluminums, which I have talked about before. Okay. And have uh, not been working, but uh, will for the true value investor because we're the value guys. Value guys, okay.
1: Right. I think my favorite idea this week is probably just the idea that you should own some of these generics when they're cheap. Mylon Labs, MYL, and I'd mix that up with uh, Watson WPI.
0: And what that's, about Wyeth? I thought that was – Well,
1: on the branded side, I'd own Wyeth. I'd just throw that in. So maybe you buy a little of each of those. Okay. Uh, but the main point was buy Wyeth. Now not Pfizer anymore. Value
0: added show, doing our best every week, to bring you true value added investment well, advice. Knows. With um, you know, in a way that entertains us and we <laughs> hope and probably you do it slightly
1: very few others other um, than the people who I are mean, yeah, forced we be to listen to it, right, So yeah,
0: okay. anyway, well, thanks, uh, until
1: next week. Thanks for listening in.